All right, Gimel Amud Beis, five lines from the bottom. Ella, I think uh, we squiggle under on the Ella because it's uh, it, it's it's a we're going to start a new attempted Kavachimer. The Brisa on Gimel Amud Aleph had said that there was some sort of Kavachimer. We we attempted to. Um, figure out what the Kavachimer was. We thought that it was sourced from Piv, from that which a person himself gives Edus about. And we're going to say now that no, it's actually from Eid Echad. From what we know about Eid Echad to what we'll say by Shteidim. So, Ela Asya, learn the Kavachimer mi Eid Echad, Uma. And we have a diamond around this word Uma. And then we're going to have and six or seven Pirchas on that. And each one of the Pirchas is going to reject what we just said and then we'll have another suggestion and it's going to keep rejecting until we get about halfway down so here's the attempted if one witness comes and, and testifies about Bob he doesn't force Bob to have to pay yet he could force Bob to have to take a so let's say uh, Bob says to Carl you owe me a hundred Carl says, I don't know you anything. One witness comes along and says that he does owe. He doesn't have to pay, but he does have to take a shvua. Then, comma, Edim, two witnesses. They could actually come and force him to have to pay based on what they said. All the more so, that they should be him a shvua. And that would be the Kavachomer. The Gemara says, you can't compare that which you're trying to learn from Edechad to stay Edim. Why? Ma, I put a triangle on this word, Ma. On the third line, on Dalit Amad Aleph, the second word is Ma, Ma le Gilgul Shua. Two lines later, there's another Ma, Ma le Piv. Put a triangle on that one as well. Two lines below that, there's another Ma le Edechad. About six lines below that is Ma Lahatsad Hashava. And then about five lines below that is again Ma Lahatsad Hashava, which I will go over as we're reading it. It's a little bit challenge to find. Okay. There they are. We'll get to them. So here's the first Pircha. You wanted to use the source of the Kavachamer to be Eid Echad, but you can't because it's different than Eidim. Mala Eid Echad, how does an Eid Echad work? So the Eid Echad came and said, you do owe. Shekain al-ma shehu me'id hu nishba. So if the Eid Echad comes in and says, uh, Horowitz, you do owe X, just one, what am I swearing? That I don't owe X on the same issue that he's talking about. Can you say the same? Can you make the connection? Can you make the Kavachimer? Timer be Adim is a different case when it's two Adim. Because when two Adim come, let's say the case is Motivimixas. I, I was told, I told somebody you owe me 100. He said, no, I owe you 50. Two Adim come and say, uh, 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 excuse me, I say I owe you 100. He says, oh, it's nothing. Two Adim come and say, you owe 50. What's the Shvu about? Not the 50 that they're talking about, the other 50. Shtei Edim is, is a, a stronger institution that they force the person who we're not sure about to swear about something else, not what they're actually discussing, but something else. And therefore, Toymer, could the same be said by the Shvuah that the 
two Edim force, Shalma Shekafar Hunishba. He doesn't swear about what they said. What, what, what they said, the 50 that he owes, he has to pay that up right away. They're forcing him to sh- swear about the other half. In which case, you can't compare Eid Echad to Shnei Edim, or what one aid causes to swear to what two Edim causes to swear. Almost parenthetically, I put almost like a dotted brackets around the next three lines and two words. Ela Amar Rapapa. Rapapa tries to restate the Kalva Chomer. So the Kalva Chomer we were going to learn, we thought, from Eid Echad. Asi, learn the Kavachaymer from Gilgul Shvua Deidachad. Uh, Gilgul Shvua Deidachad is this concept of once we're making the, the person swear about one thing, we could take something else that we wouldn't be able to make them swear about and have them swear about that also. Ma- yeah. It, we're going to use it a lot in Bava Metzia, especially in these, these Sukhias. So Rashi says, Gilgul Shvua Deidachad, Im Nishayev Shvua. So I, I was dealing with Bob, and I have to give uh, Bob a shvur for whatever reason. Let's say, And he says, you know what, Horowitz, I got another claim against you. He wouldn't have been able to make me swear about that one. We kind of roll along with it. actually a principle, and Rashi brings the mucker. But that's the, we're not going to learn from Eidechad, from the Gilgul Shvua of Eidechad. Now, by the way, the Gilgul Shua had nothing to do with what the counterclaim or the claim was, and still the Eid Echad is making you swear about it. So you see the Eid Echad has that strength that he could force a Shua on some other issue. Well, says the Gemara, here's the next Pircha. Can't prove anything from that. Ma, le Gilgul Shua de Eid Echad, shekain Shua Geireres Shua. Listen, once you start down the Shua path, it's not that hard to attach another Shua to it. Can you say the same when you're talking about Edim? They're not Chayiv any Shvua. They're just Chayiv Mamon. So the guy said, you owe me 100. The other fellow said back, I don't owe you anything. Two Edim come in and say, you owe 50. There's no Shvua there at all. There's Mamon. They have to pay the 50. But there's no, there's no Shvua to get started. Well, says the Gemara. And I ended the dotted brackets there because Modem Mixas Piv Yoichiach. What's about Piv? When a person himself is moida the mixas? Hey, uh, Bob, you owe me a hundred. Uh, I owe you fifty. What does that institution of piv do? Is he's going to have to swear on the other half? So he admitted to fifty. The shvur that he takes is on the other amount. So we'll learn from piv. All right. So we're not learning from edachad. We're not learning from edachad of gilgul shul. We're learning from piv. That piv when a person himself says. Uh, you're 50. So, Shua has to be taken on what? On the other 50. So, too, although more so, Adim, that could be a Chayavim, straight out mom, and they should certainly be a Chayavim, a Shua. Says the Gemara, but there's something different about Piv also, which would reject our ability to use it as the source of this Kavachimer. Mala Piv, Shikain Eno Behachasha. Unlike witnesses, that if witnesses came in and said something, another set of witnesses come in and said, that's not true or you guys were with us at the same time at a different place, you can't do that with Piv, because Piv, the person himself is saying it. You can have a hundred people come and say it. If I'm admitting to something, no testimony can come to court afterwards and be machashit. Well, Eid Echad Eid Echad will prove that that is not a significant issue. Why? Because Eid Echad, you can have, if one witness says something, two witnesses come along and say contrary, and yet, it's Mechaiv So we try again. Mala Eid Echad, 
okay, you want to learn from Eid Echad, but you can't learn from Eid Echad. Shekain Amasha Meid Hu Nishba. Now, this is going to be a little bit repetitive, because we just said that a few points ago. Well, he's uh, surrounded at Toymer, could the same be said by Edim, like in the Rebchia case where the Edim come, Shalmasha Kafar Hu Nishba? Which is, uh, we, we just did that, and that's what the Gemara is going to say, don't worry, Piv is Yechiyach, and the Gemara is going to say, we're going in circles now. Chazar Hadin, which is what often happens in these sugyas, the logic goes, uh, revolves, and lo re'izek re'izek. So you have Piv on the one hand is not like Eid Echad. Velo re'izek re'izek and Eid Echad is not like Piv. Let's try to learn from the two of them combined. What's the similarity between the two? Hatsad ha-shavashabahena, I underline those two words, the tzad, the, the issue that is similar to both Piv and Eid Echad is Sha'al Yedei Tana Ukfira Hainboin. Hey Bob, you owe me a hundred. I don't owe you anything. Then comes either Piv, the admission, oh, okay, I owe you something, or Eid Echad shows up, and in both the cases, whether it's Piv or Eid Echad, Venishba, Ashwa will have to be taken. Afani Aviel also bring Adim. What do Adim do? Why they come in the first place? Because they were called to court because there's this machlokus between the two parties. Then Ishba, and there would be have to be a Shvua. Now here's the next uh, Pircha, the one that uh, I don't know if you got this one. This is another Pircha. I put a triangle around this. Now all of the Pirchas have to be not from just Piv or just Eid Echad, but a combination of the two. From Piv and Eid Echad, because. In both of those cases, we don't put a stamp on the resume of the guy who was found to be problematic as being an outright kafran. Ma He's not established to be a definitive kafran, a denier, a thief, a absolute liar, as opposed to, and that's a big thing, because then he can't testify about anything else in court. As opposed to, Toymer, could you say the same by Adim, that when you have a guy who denies everything, an adim come and say, uh, oh no, you, you, you definitely owe that 50. He's definitely Huxaka Kafran. He said he didn't know anything. Two adim come and say, he's Huxaka Kafran. And therefore, you can't learn from Piv and Eid Echad. Two adim, because Piv and Eid Echad, uh, you're not Huxaka Kafran, adim, you are Huxaka Kafran. The Gemara says, actually, no, that would not be a good Pircha. We could still have the Limud. Because we're going like that unique opinion. Really? When two witnesses come? For this case? No. I dot underline the next four words. Now, this case we're discussing is a kofar b'milva. There's a massive difference between if I gave you my bowling ball and I said, all right, Jim, where's my bowling ball? I don't know what you're talking about. Or if I gave you a loan for $100, and Jim says, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. The bowling ball, like, you shouldn't be using it. It's not given to you to use. I gave you to watch. The $100 is a loan. Of course you're using it. And we understand that a person really wants to pay back, but he can't pay back. So, he has. so when two witnesses come and say, no, you really owe it's a monetary issue. If you deny a monetary issue, you're still kashula ages, as opposed to with because of your passage. And this is a monetary issue. So you would still be kosher ages, which would mean piv and edechad and edim on a monetary issue will not be make you muqsah kafran. Ella? I squiggle underline the Ella. Ella parach hachi. And this is a, I guess the last in our series of triangles, what the pirachal would be. Put a triangle around this word ma. 
Look at it this way. What sort of proof can you use as a source from those two, from Piv and Eidecha? There's no ability, what a person himself said and what the Eidecha said, for two other witnesses to come and say, oh no, you guys couldn't have known that, either you yourself or the Eidechad, because you were, it's only in if, if there was an agent of two Edim that the concept of Edim Zoyim comes along. As opposed to, like we just said, Tomer, could the same be said, Be'edim, when it's a plural, two people who came and testified, Sheshem Hazama. That totally is Shai Hazama, and maybe you can't learn from Piven Eidechad, because this is different. Well, Haloi Kasha. There's a lot of back and forth here in this circuit. That's not really a difficulty because Rabkhia, remember this whole thing is based on Tani Rabkhia and then Tani Tuna. It's all within what Rabkhia would hold. Well, Rabkhia, Tairas Hazam Parich. He doesn't see that as being pierchable. It's not significant enough. In other words, you could bring any issue. You could bring an issue that the two of us are the same. We're wearing white shirts. The two of us are saying we have gray beards. So Rabkhia doesn't see that. Subtle issues being significant enough to be pierchable. Okay, well then, so we have the limud, but Rabbi also did say vitana tuna. It was taught in the our Mishnah exactly along the lines of that. Ella, I squiggle under the Ella. Ella zakamar vitana tuna. Really, our Mishnah is similar to that case. Me dummy? Question mark connector. Hasam by Rabbi case. Lamilva isle sahadi. In the case of Rebchia, the Milva is bringing witnesses. He's the one who lent out the money. The Loiva, he doesn't have any witnesses to back up his claim that he doesn't owe anything. Let's say he did have witnesses that he doesn't owe anything. That he didn't ever have any dealing or owe any money. Then certainly there would be no necessity for a Shvua. That's much different than our Mishnah's case. Remember our Mishnah's case, if we get back to it, one talus, two guys, first guy's holding on to part of the talus, second guy is also holding on to part of the talus. It's totally different. It's where the, it's almost like equal claims. It's not a, a much stronger claim backed by witnesses. Hach and our Mishnah, Kihechi, just like, and I think we had mentioned on Friday, that we're focusing just on one of the two of the people who's holding on to the talus. If you focus on both of them, just like, Anan Sahadi, the fact that a guy comes in holding on with an actual like chazaka on the item, it's a tantamount to the fact that we can testify that he's definitely got a shaykhist to it. Anan Sahadi, lahai for this guy. Well, the other guy is also holding on to it. Anan Sahadi, also lahai, vafilu hachi mishtabi. And even though that's the case, the Mishnah said that they have to swear. Now, okay, it's one thing if basically all the evidence seems to indicate that this party is correct, we'll make the other party swear. But when both of them have equal claims, who says this is a shul. We don't understand the connection between Rabbi's case and the Mishnah, which gets us to a significant change in direction. Ella, I squiggle under on the Ella, this is our Roman numeral two. We know Rabbi said something, taught a Brisa, said something. By the way, he's a first generation Amara, so he could kind of argue with Brisas and Mishnayas. We often don't like to say he does, but he can. And then it was on another issue that he said the Tanatuna. So even though we've spent good part of almost a whole amud and a half saying that Rebchia was coming off of um, uh, the case that he said really when Rebchia said and our Mishnah backs it up meaning the Mishnah of Metziah Dapes it's actually going on a different Rebchia 
Now it's interesting, the first time we had it, it was Tani Rebchia. Tani is usually a Brisa. Here, the Lushan is Amar Rebchia. So I, I didn't want to box it off because it's not a Brisa, but it's something Rebchia said, but it's kind of sort of like a Brisa. So I, I put a dotted line box around it, which is the best way that I can indicate that it's a statement of Rebchia. We might kind of view it like it's a Brisa, but it's not. It's not quoting a Brisa. And in this case, it's a little bit different. In this case, Manli biyadecha, hey Bob, you owe me a hundred. Vahala Omar, and Bob says back, Ein lecha biyadi ela chamishim zuz horowitz, I only got fifty of yours. Veheilach, this is the case of Heilach, and here it is, Kama, Chayev, I double under the Chayev, there would have to be a Shvua on the other half. Now, we don't say, hey, uh, where's my hundred? Oh, I only owe you 50, and here it is. Well, that here it is basically is not in the picture, and the rest of it is basically looked at as a kofar bakol. Yeah. So the shvur is on, is on what he doesn't, what he's, what he's, uh, what he's not agreeing to. He's but he's not, what he's not agreeing to, and we, we don't, the way Rashi says it, on uh, the fourth line underneath the Gemara, Rashi says, Chayev li shava al hashar, and we don't say, now the next like half line in Rashi is what we don't say. You might have thought to say, we don't say. Um, now the fifth line underneath the Gemara in Rashi, Hani the fifty that he's admitting, they're right here. It's like a fifty dollar bill on the table. It's almost as though the Malva's already holding it. Rather, we look at it like a regular modem mixas and chayev. Remember, a kofar bakol is not chayev only a modem mixas. And we're looking at this modem mixas, even though it's a halach case. And halach is basically like I almost gave it back to you. I'm just saying, like here it is, take it. Okay. My time up. Now, why is it that Halach would be Chayev, says the Gemara, back in the Gemara? Because Halach, that concept or that approach, or when the person says Halach, Nami can Moedimixas Dami, is viewed like Moedimixas. Now, if that's what Rabbi had said, that they still require a Shuv, Vetana Tuna, I put a diamond around Vetana Tuna, and the author of our Mishnah, in other words, our Mishnah we started with, Adaf Beis, taught the case of Shnayim Eichsin Betalis, which is in right angles, and now let's sort of match up like we did on, on Friday the Rebchia case and, and this case and it seems to match up because the ha 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 here Kevan de Tophis you have two people each one is Tophis but from the, from the perspective of the first guy there's another guy and that other guy is Tophis so the since the Shani is Tophis also is an Anan Sahadi to my de Tophis that which he's holding onto grasping onto that's basically a case of Halach, as far as the first guy is concerned, the fact that the second guy is actually holding on to it, you can't get more Halach than that. He's, he's actually got it. The Katanin, it still it said, Yishava, that you have to swear. And that would be like our Mishnah that said Yishava, and like Rebchia's Brisa, which is the case of Halach, which is Yishava. Rav Sheshis doesn't say that. Rav Sheshis, who we circled, and we're now going to go back and forth between Rebchia and Rav Sheshis. Um, I'd say to the end of this year, but it's actually going to be tomorrow's year also. Between Rechia and Roshesh, Roshesh says, no, Halach is Potter, and I double underline Potter. Okay. Did we ask Mike Taima when Rechia said Halach is Chayev? So we got to do the same thing for Roshesh. Why Mike Taima? Question mark. Well, Kevan de Amarle Halach, and I kind of gave this away already, but uh, you say, Horowitz, you owe me 100. I say, no, I owe you 50, and here it is. A and B. A, 
Hani Zuzi to come by Yibigavayu, the 50 that I agree that I owe you. It's almost as though you have it in your hand already. Because I'm, I'm admitting to it, it's right here, I, I'm sure I'll give it to you. The other 50, I'm not admitting anything. Hilkach, therefore, from that perspective, there's no mode of access there. It's basically a din is just like that of a kofar bakal, and there's no shvua. Ula Rav Sheishes. I know Rav Sheishes. Now, when Rav said his approach, he brought the Mishnah to support him. Well, what's Rav Sheishes going to do with the Mishnah? Doesn't the Mishnah seem to support the other approach that you would have to take a shvul? Rav Sheishes. I know Rav Sheishes. Kasha Masnisin? Question mark. Answer. Amalek Rav Sheishes. Rav Sheishes would tell you, no, the Mishnah's had a question. Why? Because the Mishnah is a takanas chachamim. Who? It's not because of like witnesses testifying. Rather, it's because it's an Anan Sahadi, and just like there's an Anan Sahadi for this one, there's an Anan Sahadi for that one. If both people come with the equal claims, it's based on Anan Sahadi, not a full fledged Edus. Okay, that's great for Roshashis. Kama, Vida, what would say to that? Question mark. Does, isn't it a, 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 just a Takanas Chachamim? You would say, yeah, of course it is, in Takanas Chachamim. Umihu, however, if you want to say, Iyamis Bishlama, that on a Araisa level, Halach is Chayev, then like the Rabbanon often do, they'll come along and when it's a similar case, they'll be Metakin and the Rabbanon, Metakin Rabbanon, Shvua, Keina Daraisa. If you want to say, like Roshashis does, Midaraisa, Halach is Potter, then where are the Rabbanon whipping up this Shvua that has to be taken from? Metakin Rabbanon, Shvua, Deleisa, Dekavas, Midaraisa? But they clearly see it differently. Rabbiya sees Halach as being Chayev, Roshashis sees Halach as being Potter. And now we're going to have a series of snake sources that are brought either as questions on Rosheshesh or questions on Rebchia. So I put a triangle on this mesfe. I don't want to... It shouldn't get confused with the previous series of triangles. It probably won't. But the triangle is regular one with the point going up because there's going to be a question on Rebchia. On Ahmed Bey's... Uh, Dalit Ahmed Bey's about... About 13 lines down. First word line is Karkois. It then says, Ika demaisiv misefa... And that Ika Demosmi Sefer, there are those who flip it around and ask it differently. Yeah, it would be on that page somewhere. And there's a triangle pointing down on the Ika Demosmi Sefer. And then we continue with upside down triangles about, I'd say, a third of the way before the end of the Amud. The last word on the line is Bray. It's Masif Marzutra Braider of Nachman. That would also get another upside-down triangle. Again, another uh, triangle indicated as a question on Rav Sheshes. Yet, Masiv Marzutra Breder of Nachman. And Hey Amud Aleph, which is going to be exactly where we're going to stop, because we're not going to get to that one, but on the sixth line is a Tashma that has another upside-down triangle. It's a pointing down. So even though we start out, the first question is going to be questioning Rebchia. The whole rest of basically Amad Beis and even into is going to be on Roshesh's. So Meisvei, we bring it to next source. We have a question on Rebchia. This is a bit of a strange next source, especially with Jews who are usually very precise when it comes to money. Um, let's say I have a document. The document says uh, Bob owes me dollars. 
How many dollars? What does it say? Just dollars. Or Bob owes me shekels. I don't know. How many? Like, usually a document will say how many. So, well, what would you think it means then if it doesn't say how many? At least two. Right, at least two. Or maybe even it has to be two because you can't prove anything more than two. But we're not sure. It doesn't say. Could be three. Could be five. Could be a hundred. So that's the case. As strange as it is, it's a bryce. It goes for about three and a half lines and starts here. Slime or dinrim? Say like dollars or shekels. That's what's written into the document. You know, Bob borrowed from Carl dollars. Now, how many dollars? Well, there's a disagreement about that. The Milva, the one who lent out the money, Omer Chamesh, oh, it's for five dollars. Kama. The Lova, Omer, the one who borrowed, says, Shalosh, it was for three dollars. Now, these are very precise numbers, so this is how we want to bring out the Machlokas. Machlokas, Rabshim ben Elazar versus Rabbi Akiva. Rabshim ben Elazar, who we boxed, Omer, he says, Hoyelva Hoda mixes Hataina. Yishava. Right? The claim is Yomi 5. He said uh, 3, so you have to swear that you don't know the rest. Rabbi Akiva, who we boxed, Aymer, this is not like a motor mix us. Eino ela kemeshiv aveda upater. Okay? Meshiv aveda. What's meshiv aveda? Well, says Mr. Lova, document here says dollars. Probably means $2. I said three. I'm like I'm giving you something that like I totally was not backed up by the star, and therefore if I'm going to be a meshavei, to believe me when I say I don't know you the rest. You're claiming five? No, it's three. I could have said two, but it's three. That's what Rabbi Kiva looks at, and therefore potter. Okay, what do we want to focus on? Because we're bringing this as a question on on Kitani Miha. It says, however, and here's a one. Line plus one word quote from the price we just had. We want to focus on Rishim and Elazar's opinion. Rishim and Elazar, Aimer. Hoda mixes Hataina, Yishava. Okay. This is a case of Modem mixes, and that's why there's a Shua. Taima, apparently the reason is because as the case was presented, it was five versus three. That's where it's Modem mixes. Taima da Amar Shalish, where the claim of the level was that it's three. Ha, I put a diamond around the word ha, the diuk would be, let's say it was, one says five, and the other one said two. Ha, shtayim, it would be potter. Because we're trying to bring out the case of where he's chayv, and I guess if you were chayv, according to Shem and Allah, we'd have said even in the case of two. But he brought the case of three. The high star, what's, what's the star that said dollars? That's basically heilachu. That, that's an equivalent as, as much as it could possibly be as a heilach. And what do we see? If the diuk is correct, that Stein would be putter, and it's a case of Helach, Shema Mina, Helach is putter. I doubt underline those words. It would seem that Helach is putter, which would be a big question on Ramchia, who said cases of Helach would be Chayev. Don't let this get ingrained too deeply into your mind, because we're going to flip everything around in about five, six lines from now. But, says the Gemara, low. Really, I could tell you the diuk that we made two lines ago is not correct. Shnayim would also be Chayev. So if the claim was you owe me five and he said back two, he would also be Chayev. Why then did it teach it in the context of five versus three? The Haidektani Shalosh, not for Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, but for the other opinion, for Rabbi Akiva. La Fukimidi Rabbi Akiva da Amar. What does Rabbi Akiva say? Oh, this guy's got Meshav Aveda, Upater. Where's he a Meshav Aveda? If he says two, he's not a Meshav Aveda. The star says two. He's a Meshav Aveda because he said three. He said more than what was written into the star. That's why he's a Meshav Aveda Butter. Kamash Malan, the Chiddush of Rav Shimon Lazar is that this is a Modu Mixes Ataina, Uchayev. Okay. So really what Rav Shimon Lazar is trying to tell you is it's Modu Mixes and therefore you're Chayev. 
well, why didn't Rosh Shimon Lazar just say that? Ihachi, Rosh Shimon ben Lazar Oimer, Hoil vehoida mixes atayna yishava. If you're telling me that you'd have to swear at three and you'd have to swear at two also, well then say, af ze yishava. This one also. That's a very simple word that you could throw in, which would indicate not only in the case of three, but also in the case of two. Af ze yishava. Those three words in a phrase marking with a double underline under the af. Just say, also this one is a shvua. And I would know that he would say there's a shvua by two and also by three. Mi bayale is what Rishim Lezer should have said. Really? It's got to be that if there was a counterclaim of two is what I owe you, Potter, the Halach is Chayiv. Why? Because there's one thing to say Halach. There's another thing to have a star. If you say uh, Horus, you owe me five, and I say I owe you two, and here they are, okay, fine. But when I, you say you owe me five, I say it, and the star itself says dollars, the shiny Hach, it's different over here. To come There's an actual star which backs up that it's at least two. That's almost like tantamount to Adim. The truth is, it's Adim signed on the star, probably. Inami, another way of rejecting this, I spill under the Inami. Mishum star It's not just a, a verbal loan. How much do you owe me? Disagreement. How much do I owe you? Shibud karkois. Mishum star. If it's written into a document, a document is shibud karkois. And by the way, as much as we might cause a shfuas on monetary issues, karka you don't swear on. The Something that is a denial, but it's a denial which ultimately will fall back on a lien which is on land, there's no shfu on it. It's only monetary issues that there be, monetary issues which are not lean to land upon which there is a shfua. Okay, so Rebchia at this point is okay. Rebchia can say that Halach is still going to be Chayev, the rest of the shir and the beginning of tomorrow's shir also is going to be questions now on Rosh Hashish. Rosh Hashish was the one who came and said, Halach is pater. So, ika demaisiv mi seifa. That's why this has a triangle facing in the other direction. And we're essentially going to take everything that we did in the first approach, the first, let's say, seven, eight lines, and flip it around. And then it will become a question. When we first read the Tanaic source, the first three and a half lines, we were focusing on Shimon Lezer's opinion. Now let's focus on Rabbi Kiva's opinion. So here we go. Uh, line quote, I put right angles in. It's the Rabbi Kiva that we had on the third line, repeated now. Rabbi Akiva Oimer, Eino Ela Kameshu Vedo Pater. Hey Bob, you owe me five. He says it's uh, three. Rabbi Kiva says, well, that's a Kameshu Veda because the document said dollars. He's saying more than that. And therefore, he's putter from the Shua. Let's make a diuk now. Time the way that the Bryce presented the case was five versus three, and that's the reason why he would be but Ha, the diuk would be, I put a diamond around this ha to correspond to the diamond that we had in the sixth line, because this is the diuk that we're going to make in, in this way of question. Ha, shtayim chayev. And I double underline shtayim chayev. Even though Rabbi uh, Akiva would tell you that three is going to be putter, well, shtayim's don't make Shavada. I have documents that show me dollars. You owe me five. He says back to you two. That, that's no Meshua Veda in the But, Vaha Shtar, Kevan de Kamoidi Dami. If he's admitting to two, that's basically like as much Halach as possible. Halach is, and here it is. Well, the Shar says two. So that's like Halach. Shmamina Halach is Chayev. And I double underline Shmamina Halach is Chayev. Sounds very much like the Shtar, which is exactly like Halach. And you're Chayev, so Halach would be Chayev. Question on Rosh who said cases of Halach are Pater. So, what would Rosh Hashanah do with this? Well, he would answer you like this. Look, 
Really, I could tell you, I Roshesh's could say, three is putter, and two is also putter. Why then did it teach the case uh, as the claim and counterclaim as being five versus three, if two is also putter? You'll never guess. When we were questioning Rosh Hashim Lazar, he said it was tough for Rabbi Kiva. Now we have the question from Rabbi Kiva, we'll say he'll tell you because it was La'afuke What's Rosh Hashim Lazar's opinion? To Amar, Maida mixes Ataina, Have, Vichayim. Oh, this is a Maida Bemixas. Five versus three is a Maida Bemixas, and therefore Yechayim. Uh uh uh. Kamash Malan, connector, the Meshiva Veda, who, Upater. Document says dollars. He's saying three. Don't tell me that's anything more than him of his, like, kindness and free will and clear honesty offering more than it even says, and therefore you do potter. And actually makes sense to say like this that two would also be potter from a shvul, which is what Rosh insists, because even in the case of Halach, he says potter. Let's just imagine for a minute that if he came with a counterclaim of two, he'd be chayev to take a shvua. Then how in the world How can Rabbi Kiva say if he says three, he's off the hook? He really maybe owes five. The document says dollars. He says three. He's a pretty sharp cookie. What's he trying to do? He's basically trying to trick us, pull the wool over our eyes. Savar, he ain't no dummy. He knows if the document says dollars and he says, yeah, it's two dollars. Uh, thank you very much. You didn't tell us anything. Savar, and by the way, the way the order is, first claim was you owe me five. What's he thinking, boy? If I say two, I'm still going to have to, I'm stuck here. I'm going to look like a big tzaddik and say it's three. Now, really, the claim is five, and we'll actually give a little bit maybe more validity to that five claim. We're not sure about it. Savar, he figures like this. If I say two, the rabbi say, that's great. Now swear that you don't know the rest. However, Ema, I really don't want to take a shua. I feel very uncomfortable taking a shua, especially if it's going to be a false shua. Ema, Shaloish, I'll say three. I'll come out looking good. They'll put me on the cover of the, of the weekly paper as being such a tzaddik. The Ipatron will be off the hook of having to take the shua. Elashmamina, it must be Shtayim Nami Pater. Okay, well, if Shtayim is Pater, meaning Pater from taking a Shvua, back on Rebchia it's a question, because Rebchia said that it would be Chayev. Elakashul Rebchia? Well, Rebchia will answer the same way he did about 15 lines ago, which is this case is different than a standard case. Shiny Hasam to come Shtara. The normal back and forth, there's no Shtar. Here, there is a Shtar which backs up that, no, two is an obvious claim because the document itself says dollars. Inami, alternatively, I squiggle on line the Inami. Since it's in a document, it becomes lean to the land. And as a general rule, shkulas are not taken over issues that have a land lean attached to them. Okay, so we took the slime or dinrin brisa. We looked at Rav Shimon Lazar's approach and brought his big question on We looked at the Rabbi Kiva approach and we saw his big question on Rav Sheshis. And each one of them answered the opposite of what they did, and we're back to square one because we don't know. Is Halach going to be Chayvashvur, or like Rukhia says, or Pater, like Rosheshu says? So, Masav Marzutra, Braider of Nachman. And I, I believe this is going to end up being a question on Rosheshu. It goes about seven lines. I put a long question marking in the margin, down to the line, first word in line is Lay. And here we go. I say, Bob, hey, Bob, you owe me uh, six frying pans and a parcel of land. 
that's the case. Kalim and Karkais. Ta'anoi Kalim ve Karkais. This Brisa goes for about three lines. Started there. Now there's four possibilities. There's probably a few more possibilities. But possibility one, Hoyde ve Kalim. Oh yeah, that's right, Horowitz. I use six frying pans. The Kafa ve Karkais. I have no idea what you're talking about. Land, I don't know you're going to land. Or, comma, case two. Hoyde ve Karkais. Yeah, yeah, right. I owe you the land. The Kafa ve Kalim. What are you talking about? Frying pans? I don't know you any frying pans. In both those cases, potter. Now, wasn't that like a partial kfira and a partial hoida? Yeah, but they're two totally separate things. And therefore, on one thing, there was a total kfira, and on one thing, there was a total hoida, and that doesn't bring a shvua. The mode makes this concept of a shvua is when in, within one claim, you admit to part of it, and now, even though this is like one case in court, admit, but they're two separate issues. Kama, possibility three. Hoida mitzas karkais. So he said, uh, let's see, six frying pans on an acre of land. Oh no, I owe you half an acre of land. I don't even know what you're talking about with the frying pans. The only thing he was mitzed to was part of the land. Potter. The fourth case is the one we're really going on to focus on. Let's say mitzas kalim. Okay, you owe me six frying pans and an acre of land. I don't owe you any land. And of course, I owe you three frying pans. So it was a modum mixus within the kalim, chayev. That's the case that it's going to be modum mixus. Okay. That's the end of the Tanaic source. And let's make a diuk. And then we'll make the diuk. And we'll see the following. Time of the reason in. Now, how many cases do we have? Four possibilities? Let's focus on possibility two. Hey, you owe me an acre of land and you owe me six frying pans. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's your acre of land. I don't owe you any frying pans. Taima de Kalim ve Karkois, that what? We said Potter over there. Let's say de Karkois lavba Shvuahi. Why is it that if I admit it's a part of the land, it's not a moment? Because you don't swear on Karka. That's not a, you never swear on Karka. We saw that before. And therefore, even though the partial admission was there, but it was a partial admission within Karka, and you don't swear a full denial on Karka, a partial denial on Karka, you never swear on Karka. The diuk would be, though, let's say he said, hey, um, you owe me six frying pans and three sandwich makers. That's Caleb and Caleb. You would swear on both of them. So let's say, ha, I put a diamond around the word ha. And again, the, the three diamonds that we've had out of the page is the initial diuk that we'll make from this next source to either bring the question on or clear to bring the future of Ha, Caleb ve Caleb connector. Dumya de Caleb ve Karkois. Like we said, six frying pans and three sandwich makers in a parallel scenario apparently would be Chayev to take a shvua. Now, hey what is the case? Lavda Amarle, Heilach. Six frying pans and three sandwich makers. No, 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 no. I don't owe you anything. I owe you three frying pans, and here they are. Ushmamina, Heilach is Chayev. The fact that we saw from the Diuk that you'd have to take the shvua sounds like Heilach would be Chayev. Question on Rav Sheshis, who says Heilach is Potter. Turns around the Gemara and says, no, low. Really, even in the case of Kalim Kalim, six frying pans and three sandwich makers, nami potter. Why then would you bring the case out in six frying pans and a parcel of land that you're potter, when even if it's six frying pans and three sandwich makers, you would be potter? That would be a bigger chiddish. Why would you, veha de katani, towards the right angles, Kalim and Karkois, to teach you 
the Chiddush. Now, the Chiddush didn't come from the second case. For that matter, it didn't come from the first case or third case. It comes from the fourth case, that last case. Ha-Kamash Malan connector, that Hoida Mixas Kale. This is in the fourth case, where, hey, you owe me six frying pans and an acre of land. I don't owe you any land. And the frying pan, six? No, I owe you three. In that case, Chayev Afala Karkois. Not only are you Chayev for the other three frying pans, but you're also Chayev the land. What's that called? Gilgul Shvua. Okay, so that's what we're being taught. Now, by the way, this Masav Marzuja Breder of Nachman, maybe I should have mentioned at the time, is a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah in Maseches. I, I can cheat over here. My Masavah Sashas is on the side. Maseches Shvuas. It's a Mishnah in Maseches Shvuas. Hmm. That concept of Gilgul Shvua is something that's new to us. We do not need to be taught the concept of Gilgul Shvua. We know Gilgul Shvua. You don't need to tell me that a Mishnah is structured in such a way that teaches Gilgul Shvua. The Gemara now asks, so then one second. My Kamash Malan, what are you telling me the Chiddush is? Question mark. Kama. Zaykikin? That once you're swearing on one issue, which you have to swear by, you can cause a Shvua to be taken on something else also? Tanina. But that's a, a Mephurish Tanaic Mishnah we have. Let's box it off. It goes for two lines. And it says... That's about as clear as it could be that once there's a shua having to be taken on one type of asset, we can make it also on the other type of asset. So why are you telling me that the chiddush is in case number four that we can once we're enforcing a shua on the frying pans, we can enforce a shua on the land? Well, the truth is. One place is enough, but one place is the main place you learn it, and one is learned secondary. We're not saying both places are the main sources. Hacha, it's interesting, we say over here, no, over here would be because we're focusing on the mission of Sechashvuas, is the Iker place that we learn it. Hasam, by Kiddushin, in Masechus Kiddushin, when we have this snake source that we just brought, that's Agav Grara Nasva, sort of brought in, which Rashi says on the almost the bottom line. What's the Agav Gwara? What's it brought in because of something else? Agav Gwara no Ari Hasam. Over there we're talking about Nechasim She'ein Lahen Achrayis. Nickname can be acquired with Nechasim She'eish Lahen Achrayis by using Keser Shar Chazaka. So an acquisition that wouldn't work for a particular item would, if you're acquiring another type of item, you could acquire along. But Agav, since the Ari to Nickname Mahen, so what better place to sort of mention matter-of-factly, just like Certain assets can be acquired with other assets using a king that would only be good for one of them. So to the shua can also, if you have to take a shua on one category of assets, it could require a shua on the other category of assets. Ulaman Amar, well, let's then ask back on Rav Sheshes. According to Rav Sheshes, says, Helach is potter. Why do you need a pasuk? Isn't karka by definition... Halach, I mean, I could, I could take your watch and I could put it in my pocket, or I could take your watch and I could present it to you, but land, it, it, you can't hide it. It's always Halach. The land is always there. Amai Yisrochah, why would you need a Pasuk to be Mamaye Karka from Meshuah? Hakol Karka is Halachu. And if Rosh says every case of Halach is Pasuk from Meshuah, then by definition it'd be Pasuk from Meshuah. Well, Rosh will answer, Amar Lach, here's why you need it. It's Yisrochah, you need a Pasuk. Hecha, 
That's right. If the land that we're talking about is in the exact same state as it was when we made the original deal, fine. But let's say I changed it. Let's say I dug some holes. Let's say I, I, then that's, that's different. It's not, hey, lach is, here it is exactly the way you gave it to me. But now it's not exactly the way you gave it to me. So, amr lach, krahecha dechafarba. And the typical case that Gemara always brings is where you dug p- pits or excavated uh, tunnels or caves. Inami. Uh, Alternatively, another reason why you might need it, and with this we're going to conclude, Hecha detanai kalim vekarkois. Hey, you owe me six frying pans and a couple parcels of land. Vahoida bekalim. Oh, yeah, I owe you all those six frying pans. The kafar bekarkois. That's what you would need it for to teach you that even though there's two separate issues, that that would be the din. Okay, um, we'll pick up Imitsham with this. Upside on translation, which is going to be yet another snake source, which is going to be a question on the Rishesh approach. Essentially, it says, Halach is Pater from Meshwar. Why doesn't the business of living 